welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Saturday to each and every one of you. It is an amazing day, September 16th, 2017. I'm excited. I am really excited. You see, I am a fan of many things, and they're all fantastic things. And one of those many things that I really love are the songs from the amazing Karen White. And I have the honor and pleasure of having her on the show today. And she has been on the show before. However, she has some new things happening in her world, and we would love the opportunity to sit down and chat with her about those things. Now, many of you, if you are not familiar with Karen White, I'm going to say wow, but you know her songs. You know Superwoman. That was a hit across the globe. Every woman resonated with that song, even some men. Um, Love Saw It, Secret Rendezvous, and the list goes on and on and on. She has just been putting them out for us. And she's been doing it for a while. And, you know, it's amazing to see someone have a career so strong for so long. But we also know behind that is a person, and we want to get to know that person once again. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you the amazing, phenomenal Karen White. Hello. Wow. Amazing, phenomenal. Thank you. How sweet of you. I appreciate that introduction, girl. Oh, it's earned. You have earned that introduction and so much more. You have given us so much, so much, and I am a true fan. You know, I really appreciate that. People don't realize that I stepped away from the entertainment industry for 17 years, and that's like a uh, committing a suicide in the music business because when you leave for a year, they're like, "Who? Uh, what?" So, for, you know, to have classic, timeless music and to have my fans and supporters that are still rooting for me—I mean, um, I'm just humbled. And I just thank you so much. It's such a pleasure and honor to do the interview with you again. Yes, uh, yes, and you know that we share something in common, right? I don't uh, know if you remember. No, you we are both <laughs> we are both Libras. Hello. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know what? Let me just say this because I know people go, well, you know, all signs are the, you know, they have their strengths and weaknesses. But I'm telling you, the Libras I know are just we we really are some unique <laughs> unique individuals. Yeah, I'm that's about right. Cool, You're absolutely kids. right. You're right. You're so <laughs> Especially right. The women. Mm-hmm. But that's yes, really you, cold. Thank you. When is, I'm on the 14th of October. When's your birthday? I'm September. I'm the 27th. Oh, are you coming out? Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the amazing thing about um, it's just, you know, to, to stay with the Libra concept, the amazing thing about us is our ability to bounce back so easily. Wow. Is that what that is? The bounce back. 
I know, I think, and they say, like, okay, you know, balance, right, the scales mm-hmm. of justice. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are my strong points. I'm always, I'm sorry, I'm always searching for balance. Mm-hmm. Things like um, when people, I, I, I don't think I'm balanced, but I, I love to be balanced. I don't like not being balanced, so, um, but I feel like that's one of my things. And then, like you said, starting over, just come back. Uh, I don't know, resilient, I guess that's probably a big big word for us, huh? I think Being the biggest word is called bravery. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Thank you. Okay, that, that explains something. Yeah, brave, yeah. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I know what I'm doing is brave. Because if I, if I, I have to keep my, I read a book called The Alchemist, and you know, it's about, you know, your personal, discovering your personal legend and everybody's mm-hmm. got a journey. And so keeping your eye on the oil on the spoon, it's just, for me, if I if I really look to the left or to the right, it would be so scary. And I, I would talk myself out of even coming back and doing this because really, honestly, I feel like I'm starting over because I am. I mean, it's been a, such a long time, even though I have a legendary name. You know, we're building a fan base, and you know, so tell. I want you know, if you guys uh, can go to my Facebook page, Karen White. Uh, what is it, Karen White Music? Um, that no, this is my Facebook, Karen White Music, and, and click the likes. And I got to show promoters that people still, <laughs> like people still remember me, and before they'll take a chance. But you know, it's all right because, like I said, when you you know when you have at at fifty, I'll be fifty two. And I feel like I'm 32. So God has truly preserved me for this time. And somebody's got to be that person. And before, when I came out, I had it, you know, I had instant success. And, you know, gold records, working with the best people and platinum records. And I think, honestly, I'm I'm probably talking a lot, but I, I got a lot to say. I took it for granted. And so coming back this time, it's tough. Girl, when I say, I mean, I'm like, but, you know, it's like God has a way, you know, of humbling you. And I I, I really, I I mean, I I would say I wouldn't want it this way, but I I know that I'm going to earn it and I'm going to respect it more and appreciate it. And I bet you I won't walk away this time. (laughs) Indeed. The thing that I find with, you know, what you did, um, we forget. And sometimes we just get into the grind of being that, that we forget that there's a life behind that and there's a life behind Mm. you. And what you did, I think you did it out of survival for not only Karen White the image, but Karen White the person. Yeah, you're right. Because had I, you know how we, you know, and I, and I I say this no not of no disrespect because you know Whitney come on she's just the greatest voice ever mm-hmm. and but when you look at how a life can spiral out of control and I I really kind of not that I I never did drugs or anything like that but I, I was just making a lot of crazy wrong choices with men with um my belief in myself, um, and I won't get into some personal things that happened when I was married to Terry, but but there was just, you know, it looked like it was great on the surface. You know, I had everything. I had this beautiful 
20,000 plus square foot home, this wonderful husband, and there was just stuff in there that was weird, not even so much with him, but in that environment, and people would think, wow, you know, everything should be happy. It is so crazy because I only knew, and it's just like, I'm like, why is everything, you know, I just found myself, my life, I looked up and I wasn't really happy with what, um, like I said, my personal self, being mm-hmm. spiritual, I had so much faith. Like, you couldn't have told me, like, at from early on, you know, I was really, I, you know, I had experiences with God. I would, you know, pray, and you would, I remember having, this is a funny story, I remember having a slumber party, right, and I was always popular, always a go-getter, all that stuff, but I remember having a slumber party, and I, and I said, you know, let's pray, so I started praying and started speaking in tongues and, and, <laughs> and saying, thank you, Lord, my friends were looking at me, and I'm like the leader, right? So Mm -hmm. I've always had, like, this experience with God in my life, and I was very faithful at a young age. I knew I had a calling on my life. And and it's so weird how you get there, and then when you realize, it's like, okay, well, is this it? You know what I mean? And I felt like the person I – I just felt like I got off track from what the person God had destined me to be. And when you have things and and you realize – I mean, I look back and I'm like – is, you know, I just was, you know, so materialistic and, you mm-hmm. know, had all the Chanel bags, all the cars. It just was just like, yuck. My, you know, but my spiritual, my spiritual man was just broke down. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And I was yes. like, this, is, this isn't life. This isn't, this isn't success. And um, so I said, let me just step back. I had to, I really did, after, especially after you know, I wound up, because I, I remember always telling Terry, like, you know, I don't want to be like those Hollywood couples. We're going to, you know, be a black couple, power couple, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how did I wind up, you know, getting a divorce, being that same chick? And so I said, you know what, I need to work on me. And so that's what I did. And and um, I, I before I wind up falling apart, like, and so God preserved me, and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that, that I was, you know, I, he pulled me out. And it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. you need to just, you know. And so that's why I'm talking to you today. You can hear, you yes. can hear it in me. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? I'm, I'm in the gratitude of, of God and just saying, you know, everything happens. You know, I'll tell my mm-hmm. daughter this. I'm like, there's a season for everything. And um, so I'm, it's not done. I'm not over yet. It ain't done yet yeah. as a as, uh, what Teddy said that it ain't over yet. Yes. Like that. <laughs> I know the last time you were on the show, um, you it was as if you were trying to. It was like you were trying to stick your toe in the water to see what mm. the current was like. And then I didn't hear from you know anything about you doing stuff. And then I saw some other things happening, and I'm like, okay, something's going on. So. I'm just going to wait and see. Like I said, I'm a fan and I follow you. I saw um, the clip from Finding Forever with Stacey Muhammad that you were working on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is good. Um, I, I saw, know. You, huh? That looks like I, that would be juicy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I saw, you know, your daughter graduated from college and all those different things were going on. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait. And then I saw this movie coming out. I think I saw you on TV, the show that you're doing on TV as as well. Yeah, Beauty and um, the Baller. Uh-huh. Yes, 
yes. And I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. She is coming back. And then I was like, okay, let me just wait. Let me just wait. And then I saw the um, the the clip for the movie, and I'm like, she's back. Okay, I need to talk to her because there's a journey there, and I want to know what that journey was like. So that's why I'm so glad that you're here today to tell us about your journey. And, you know, I know, I know that it's not easy being um, in the public eye because especially now, now that you stepped away and you've come back, you've noticed that the landscape has completely changed. How do you think and how do you feel you're going to be able to maneuver this new landscape and still maintain the sanity that you had before? Well, I feel, you know, being being 51, you got, you know, God's wisdom in you. And I, I'm nowhere near the chick I was earlier. So I definitely know what my purpose is. And when you have your why is strong, that's, that's, that's everything. Because mm-hmm. I'm not doing this for vanity. You know, I know I have a story to tell. I know that uh, there are a lot of legendary artists that, will benefit from me being in the fire, being, when I say that, I say releasing my own record independently, mm-hmm. grinding it out, having a name, but, you know, being the the business side of this. And, mm-hmm. and because today's music business, the landscape has changed. So, you know, you have to, you know, you, you, we don't have everybody that has a publicist that's doing the job, uh, you know, your marketing person, uh, photographers, uh, you know, you know, all the hats that I wore when I was with the company, mm-hmm. you have to do that yourself. And this is the first time I would say I'm truly doing this, doing the work. I don't have a social media that I'm paying all these. So I'm, it's me. And I, you know, the thing is, is that I've learned so much. Um, that's why I'm not like on iTunes and, uh, right now it's exclusively Karen White Enterprises because it's a business. And I feel like why should I give iTunes 30% when they know my name? So I should be we, – we need, I need to train my fan base and mm-hmm. the people that are Karen White supporters to buy directly from me. Why should I have to give iTunes a cut? And I hope that I will be able to be – I'm the future because I want, you know – uh, I see Tommy Jenkins has something out uh, from Cameo and um, mm-hmm. just a lot of legendary artists that put out music and they feel like Shantae Moore and they feel like that music, that people don't buy music anymore. And so it's tough, but I'm seeing artists like, there's this white artist named Amanda Palmer who's a, a punk rock girl and uh, she has an amazing uh, career. Her she stepped away from the label, and so she has what she calls patrons, and they support her, um, you know, for her to – she gives away her music for free, but these people support her career, whether they get $5, they get $10, and she puts on concerts, she does music, she stays at her house when she goes. Try, I mean, it's just a whole movement, and mm-hmm. I think stepping away, it actually helped me to see today because had I – I think had I been – uh, in the same old industry, I don't know if I would be able to see the future like I do now because now mm-hmm. it's easy for me to jump in and you guys are my heroes. When I see people like you, Coco Express, and my YouTubers, my girls, uh, the Glam Twins who have their channel and who have their book, and I'm so proud. And I'm saying, I'm like, wow, they are the new celebrities. These people are doing the work. And so 
that's where we have to be at its hardest now because the world has changed and I'm ready to embrace it. But trust me, it gets tough. <laughs> I'm like, what do I have to do? You know, you know, and uh, so, you know, I love it. You know, you just got to, the thing about it, the, the best part is that we can do it. I don't have to have permission from a Warner Brothers, from a Lionsgate. You understand? I'm in mm-hmm. control of my destiny. And if I build it, and it's not, you know, you just got to keep doing the work. And you'll mm-hmm. look up, and you're writing your own history and your own legacy. So that's where I am right now. So I'm, I love the new business and I, and I, because of, of, of that. And the, I have a big international fan base, so me being able to, you know, speak to them, South Africa, Japan, Europe, mm-hmm. London. I mean, I, there's no way I could we I couldn't have you know done that. So now they're on my email list. You know, I send them out. You know, everything that I'm doing, I'm building a relationship, and my fans really get to know Karen. And I get I'm gonna ask them, you know, what do you guys want from me? And so I, I'm loving it. But like I said, it is it's hard work. I'm not gonna say it's easy. And I I pray for my strength because. You know, I'm spoiled, too. You know, I had a big machine behind me. So when I'm looking at it, I'm like, I only sold 100 CDs. You know, that's a flop, mm-hmm. you know, or in a week, you know what I mean? But it's, I'm getting, you know, it's coming to my account. I'm going mm-hmm. I'm going to the mailbox and putting it in the signing. It just it feels amazing. And as mm-hmm. black people, we need to know the business side anyway. We're, we're always, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, we always give our power away and, and never do the business, and, and it's just a kind of a laziness that we have. So, you know, I, I'm like, no, I'm not going to get a distributor for him. I mean, I'll never see a dime. So, anyway, mm-hmm. that's where I'm Yes, <laughs> yes. Now, there's a, you know, there's this whole concept that I kind of process in my head sometimes, and it's like you're so used to having things a certain way, as you stated, and now you have this new landscape. What was the difficulty for you in making that transition from having um, someone control things to you being in complete control? Because I used to call it the um, the um, the breaking the chains mindset. You know, you have the chains on you. Now the chains are broken. What do I do? How was it easy for you or how is it for you to embrace the I don't have the chains anymore on me? Was it a difficult transition? No, it wasn't difficult because I even when I was at Warner Brothers, they gave me, that's the one thing about being at that great label where Prince and Madonna and Shaka, mm-hmm. that label, like you, you know, they were very strong on um, the image of uh, being being driven by the artist. So a lot mm-hmm. of my whole image was me. Nobody created that. You know, they, mm-hmm. they allowed me to do that. It's just, uh, so, and then, you know, working with some of the most brilliant minds that I've had been around, you know, Elliot Face, Jimmy Terry, Ben Medina, Don Cornelius, I mean, Jeff Lorber, that's, that's, you know, I, I really have a lot of, you know, have a skill set. So the fear, and I didn't have any of that, and breaking the chains was, wasn't, it wasn't hard that way. It was more of just the believing that I was still relevant. Mm-hmm. I had to get out of my own way in my head. And having people convince me of, like, it's so weird because, like, I mean, it's crazy, you know. Just It's like I had more faith when I didn't do it. Before, you know, when I was 
struggling. I just knew it. And then it's weird how when you get success, it's a, it's a weirdness that comes over you because you know what it takes to maintain that and be that. So there's a fear that, that can grip you there when you're, when you're seeing that, uh, you know, uh, you're just seeing the landscape change and you're wondering, do, do people care anymore? Um, and the thing, too, is that um, in the States, is that for me, I've had more success outside of the United States. So mm-hmm. it's been going over there, like I'm treated with so much like royalty, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's a big, uh, it's a big deal. So for me, that helped me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you close that door? Uh, that really helped me just with my confidence because mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would feel like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. But the main thing to answer your question would be me getting out of my way. And the hardest part was just me still believing that people still cared about my music and me. Oh, my goodness. I can tell you that they, they care because when I said that Karen White is is back out there, they were like, what? Where? And one of the questions they were asking me is, um, you know, well, well, what is she doing? I said, she's doing a lot of stuff. You're going to be able to catch her. And I'm like, she's still beautiful. And they were like, Okay, yeah, because a lot of times people think that when you disappear, something happens to you and you come back and you don't look the same. But I have to tell you, you look the same. You look phenomenal, phenomenal. So whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what I'm doing because I'm proud to talk about that. And a lot. I want to share, you know, my eating because I found out, especially this last year, I've been doing my study in on food and how mm-hmm. bad it is for you. And, you know, us being black people, we've been, you know, raised to eat, you know, the kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> what I call slave food. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> so we really have to change our diet. Um, you look at the Nation of Islam, which, you know, Derek Muhammad, my co-star, you know, I saw how, you know, he eats and, you know, and so I was like really you know, you look at Farrakhan, he looks amazing. I'm like, whoa, what are they doing? They have that Muslim glow on them. So I started to I fasted last year with the uh, Ramadan, and then from there, now I just uh, I cut out, you know, I'm vegan. I'll eat, like, uh, you know, living things. So, like, especially now, and I noticed this past, like, month, I've been really eating, like, mainly, like, just great, just big size. I mean, I mean, huge. And you're so full from eating, like, all this salad that, you know, so batten beans and um, mm-hmm. not a lot of grains and lots of smoothies, green things, just life, not limit, limited. It's called really a book called um, How to Eat to Live. And it's a, what I am is a nutritarian. So okay. so I try not to eat any dairy. And so food, it, it can take you out or it can keep you here. And I really want to stress that. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I don't want to, um, I have someone on the line who would like to oh, say something good. to you. Okay. okay. Hold on. Here he is. Okay. Hi, you're live. Hello, Karen. Hello. Who am I speaking with? Oh, this is Ron Ross. Ron Ross. How are you? Ross. <laughs> Real good. Um, I just wanted to con- congratulate you and uh, Derek and the rest of your staff 
uh, that it's credited to your new project. Uh, just want to give you a big shout out. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, Ralph. It's uh, a Ron. I'm sorry. It's a true labor of love. And Gail in the Storm. This is loosely based on my life, and it's um, it's a film project. And I play a character. My character is Gail, and um, it's it's uh it's about uh, a legendary funk singer who walks away from the music business, sort of like myself. And um, she meets, she hooks up with a, a revolutionary um, producer, Jay King. You know Jay King, Ron. And, um, yeah, I know Jay And anyway, yeah, so he tries to convince her to get back into the music and sing again. She fights against him. And together they're really great for each other because he's trying to, to make a comeback. And through him, you know, them, together they're, they're, they're actually better for each other. And so they wind up, uh, you know, taking on this great relationship and music and it's, it's a really great story. I get to play this eccentric character, kind of like, um, do you remember Miles, Miles Davis's, um, um, uh, Miles, uh, wife, ex-wife, uh, Betty, Betty, uh, Betty Davis? Have you heard of her at all, the Foster? Yes. Have you heard of her? Yeah, it's been a while. No, I don't. Yeah. I, it's been a while. I'm in so much. But go ahead. Uh, fill me in. No, 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 no. She, she was a funkster, and she she has one of her big songs is like Nazi Gal, and so she was, you know, very centric, wild character. So my character is like that on screen. So oh wow! You get cool. to see me, uh, you know. So it's pretty cool, and uh, you know, we shot it in seven days, and and um, I'm I'm really proud of it. I can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> when are you going to release it? I didn't realize who I was help? talking to, Ron. Oh, okay. When are you going to release it? Oh, we're releasing it. I wish you could come, but we're definitely doing a grand, uh, we're doing a red carpet premiere in Sacramento, October 12th, and that'll be our first uh, release. And we're hoping. Oh, October 12th? I will be Mm -hmm. there. What? I know you came to Atlanta, but that'll be dope. Let me know. I'll definitely. Atlanta, the, the Raz Room. Wow. Your first comeback show. Wow. I'll be there for the red carpet, of course. Oh, great. I'm looking forward to seeing you, yeah. But it's really, uh, it's a really great film, and uh, we're really excited. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, grinding it out. <laughs> we got to do the, the networking <laughs> part now. So, we, you know, because we people will go, are you going to be on Netflix? or So, most of those companies, of what they do is they earn your, I mean, they own the film in perpetuity. So we don't want to give them the film yet. So we have to, we're going right. to, you know, try to distribute it ourselves first and get a buzz going and then hopefully right. get it there. So that's our. That's you know, our, I'm in your corner. So if you need oh, any help. I know. I know. I just realized who I was talking to. Like, oh, oh. okay, yeah, I know, I know this guy. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. See, I told you, you are loved. Oh, my goodness. You are loved. 
Now, I want to ask you some questions about you being the um, producer, you know, on a project like this. What was that like? Because you had to wear many, many different hats. Well, (laughs) um, thank God for Derek Muhammad. See, his personality is, be quiet, MJ, as he said, my daughter, Yorkie. Um, His personality is very calm, and I'm a... I'm, I'm, you know, more get it done, you know, kind of brass sometimes. But um, it, it worked out great because be quiet, MJ. We were able to, uh, you know, he handled the people part. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I handled, uh, you know, mainly the overall, you know, the budget and the, all that stuff, um, just making sure that I had all the great people. So we both played our, you know, roles. You can just, the only way you can do something like this is, to have a great team behind you, and um, mm-hmm. that's what I did. Jay King is also a man. Uh, he's my manager. He was great with helping us with locations, and Sacramento showed us so much love. My um, stylist, Nyla, you know, she, she helped with the wardrobe, and she's also in the film. So we used a lot of, um, you know, family, and um, we also casted some great people from Los Angeles that were, you know, amazing actors and mm-hmm. stuff. So. We we just were very scheduled and very detailed, and you know how us Libras, you know. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I know. I know. <laughs> sometimes I know, but I'm like, oh, oh, and then just, you know, when you have great people. The great mm-hmm. part was the, the, we did the movie. We only had, and the budget. Okay, first of all, we didn't have a small budget. We did this film for $20,000. Wow. And, um, wow. I know. And that's including the soundtrack. So uh, it was, uh, you know, we everybody was great. We brought our A game, and uh, you know, hold on for a second. And, and it was mm-hmm. it was just uh, it was uh, you know turned out great. You know, we, we just it was just a labor of love. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something about distribution. Are you going to do it in different areas? You know, because um, this is your independent project. So how are I'm you going to dis- mm-hmm. how are you going to distribute it so that? I'm sorry, my phone had cut out. Say it again. Okay, I said this is your independent project. How are you going to distribute it? Because we on the um, East Coast want to know when it will appear. Okay, well, what we're doing right now is we're going to definitely um, start out with um, doing it online. We're going to have, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be able to, to download a link from KarenWhite.me Um to be able to rent or to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. And we're hoping the best part, what we really want to do is what some independent filmmakers do. They'll do go from city to city. They'll have like, like I'll come into New York and mm-hmm. four wall of theater and maybe do an event there, show the film, do red carpet and maybe do some, you know, acoustically songs from the soundtrack, do question and answer. So that's what we're hoping to do, to do like a small tour and get a buzz and just go from city to city. So, yeah, but we need sponsors for that. So we're hoping that's because we, we, that's what we're hoping to do to start it out that way. But if not, it'll definitely be um, on, like I said, for rent on the KarenWhite.me through another platform. And we may do something with Amazon too. Okay. I have another person on the line for you as well, Mr. Muhammad. Hey, how's everybody? 
We're we good. are amazing. How are you? <laughs> All right. Look, I wanted to say uh, Karen was phenomenal as the executive producer and star of this project, and she co-wrote it. And, you know, she gave me an opportunity to uh, – star alongside her and direct the movie, which was a dream of mine because she could have got anybody to do it, but she believed in my um, passion for this project. And I want to say that we shot the movie in seven days and she was a trooper. We put, she put in 20 hour days and still recorded the soundtrack during the time we were shooting. So it was crazy. She put down mm. like six tracks in two and a half days, which was I like one takes in the movie, you know, we had 50 scenes in seven days. So we used five person crew. We had some two, uh, our DPs was from Morehouse film students okay. and we vetted them. They did a phenomenal job. I mean, the movie looked like we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, but we only spent under 20 to make it. And it really went well. We had a line producer who Karen had worked with in her previous videos, a short stack, uh, the, the DPs were Westview Pictures, Anthony Stewart, and Elijah Brewer. And short stack is uh, Marquita Shorter. And she, we had a, a, a PA. And all the cast was phenomenal. It was just serious preparation. And I'm telling you, when you see this project, everybody saw it. They love what we did with it. I don't want to give it away, but I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the cult classics. And shout out to Karen for uh, betting on un unheard of actors. One of the actors actually got uh, nominated for an Emmy off a of Lopez show. So oh, Anthony, uh, and uh, you're going to love this show. You're going to love okay. this whole Oh, great. Right. You know, it's interesting that you were saying how it costs you under 20 grand. Now that in itself, that's the, I guess this is the new landscape that we're in. Um, you could probably teach a course on that because that's kind of unheard of. Absolutely. Um, we 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 studied and we really, uh, let's say, prepared this project from start to finish, from script to pen. We shot it around a location. I mean, we wrote the script around the locations we knew we had access to for free. And mm-hmm. we kind of like found the characters that we was creating, you know, in the sense of having real colorful characters and scenes. So, you know, it, it was a really, you know, really creative and, and genius how we did this. And I believe people will uh, have us come out and talk about the whole process. Yes, I would, you know, that would be great. Like I said, unheard of, under 20 grand, unheard of. And, Isn't you know, the fact that, you, yes, I'm like sitting here going, and the fact that you use students, that is, that is so cool because students, they don't always get the opportunity to work with someone like yourself. And, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. You know, right. And, you know, for me, that's, I, I, I believe I love giving a start because I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like I know I have a great eye for talent. So for me, it was so easy just to say, you know, they know what they're doing, why, you know, and they, it fits our budget. Whereas some other people probably would have felt like, oh, I got to have this person or, you know, and there's that brave part. Remember we talked about bravery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's oh, when you're brave because when you, when you do that, you, you know, you can win. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, I took a chance. You know, it could have came out horrible, but I, 
I viewed their work, and I knew, you know, you got to see Derek Muhammad. When he, I'm, I'm telling you, he's so dope as the character, the revolutionary music producer that, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's funny as hell, he's raw, and he is just a nut in this film. Um, but you just love him because you see why he gets her to, you know, get into music again, how he gets mm-hmm. her to believe in herself. And it's so it's such a beautiful comeback story. And um, I'm just, like you said, I'm glad that we took a chance and was brave enough to, you know, because we had other people and they were giving us, you know, 100,000, 150, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. I can't, it just doesn't make sense. And, and that's the, the thing about it is that we are in a new landscape and I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at them like, oh, days over. We don't have to do that anymore. That's correct. Now, for you, Karen, what was it like you looking at your, your story on screen? Uh, I mean, it was lightly based. So, I mean, it wasn't uh, as in, No, I'm you know, saying your really. creation, your story, your oh, creation. Oh, my God. Oh, just the whole creation, uh, man! It, it was it was better than I thought. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I I never have wrote a script before, but I guess when you you know when God blesses a thing and you have creativity, I mean, and me and Derek, we definitely knew what we wanted. We wanted it to move fast. We wanted it to be centric, and you know, I, I'm a big movie buff, so seeing it come, I, I still am like, wow! I mean, we did that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I'm proud, and, um, you know, my daughter, who is my biggest critic, I mean, she loves it because she's like, no, uh-uh, no, no, I don't like the way you like it. You know, it's funny. Or, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. You know, or oh, I yeah. believe you. So the acting, you get to really see my strength as an actress, too, and you believe me. She's like, Mom, you're so believable. I don't even, like, I forget it's you. And it's so funny because then the performances, when, you know, Gail Storm performs, it's so funny because I didn't, as a performer, I'm still Karen White, right, because I'm playing a singer. But you don't see that at all when you see the, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, it's just like a whole, it's a whole nother, you know, uh, just, a, just a whole nother character up there singing this, uh, this song called I Am the Storm. It's the mm-hmm. finale of the, you know, of the uh, movie. So yeah. I shouldn't be giving away too much, but <laughs> no, you're but, not. Uh, you're not giving away too much at all because we really don't know. And we need to see. So you have us in suspense now. That's what you're doing. You're putting us in suspense. Right. Oh, good. And we're actually getting a. a Stacy Muhammad is cutting our trailer, which we're hoping to get any day now, which will mm-hmm. really, you know, show more of the movie. The other one was just a quick, a quick mm-hmm. teaser, but this will be. To, you know the excitement of the movie because it's kind of like the care. It kind of has like a Tarantino type of feel to it. So, mm-hmm. um, and you'll see this in the trailer now, um, which is Tarantino is one of my favorite, you know, directors producers. So it's a you know you've got that real raw kind of kind of Jackie Brownish energy, you know, as far as the characters because it's you know it's a funk. You know, she's kind of mm-hmm. a brassy kind of funky. It's edgy, a little edgy. Yes, edgy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get get all of that. And like I said, her and Hannibal together, they're just funny. Oh, just funny as all get out. Oh, good, good. It's extremely edgy, extremely edgy. 
Okay. <laughs> we may say motherfucker about motherfucker about twenty times. So be ready for that. <laughs> and I didn't say motherfucker, I said motherfucker. Let me put it this way. The characters in this movie is people you would see in the barbershop beauty salon or oh. the chicken shop. Oh, yeah, okay. It, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. We, we, brought, we brought out a whole other side of Karen White. We brought out a whole other side of Karen White. Oh, good. <laughs> that is yeah, excellent. Like, well, I didn't know Karen was so gangster. Like, I didn't know Karen was gangster <laughs> like that. But, but you know, like, one of the things I want to add is that we had talked about the music business in this movie, about the state of radio. It's a movie about uh, coming back. It's a feel-good movie because, you know, it's a movie for people who, like, have maybe have had success and lost it and lost their way and find their passion again. So that's what Gale in the Storm represents, you know, mm-hmm. just tapping into your, your hidden treasures and, mm-hmm. and, and digging deep and how it relates with one another when you all have a, a kinship, you know. It's just mm-hmm. a beautiful story for everybody who saw it so far. And we're looking forward to showing it in several uh uh, places around the country, you know, so we're still working on that plan. Because the cool thing about it, we knew as reverse engineering this process, Karen had a fan base, and that's the reason why we kept the budget low, so we mm-hmm. can, you know, make the return and then see what happens after that. So we know her fans was going to see it, and then if word of mouth got out how good it is, the rest of the public can see it, and that's what we oh, bet. Great. We bet. Great. Now, Karen, you know you got to make it over to the East Coast because we need love over here. You know that. I know. See, what I need you to do, and we'll talk about that off air, is that mm-hmm. I would have maybe have you sponsor something where we would come to, um, and I'll tell you about how that goes. You would maybe sponsor it in New York, and then I let my fans know, and then, you know, I do like a New York showing. We try to get in like at least 200 people there, and um, that would be – you know, so that's what we're going to be trying to do in different markets, especially the markets that are stronger. So we start there and do the bigger mm-hmm. markets. And um, so, I mean, like I said, it's going to have like a cult. That's what everybody says. It's got like that whole cult following. And um, we're just building it from the bottom up. And the theme song is I Know Where I, you know, I Know Where I Belong. And so mm-hmm. that's just about, you know, like you said, losing your way because that's what happened with Gail. You know, she she got she was betrayed by her lover, by her record company, by her band, and they wanted mm-hmm. her to compromise. That's why she's like, I'm not doing this shit. It's corny. I don't want to do this kind of music. If that's what y'all gonna do, I'm not doing it. So she so she doesn't conform to what you know the music business is telling her to do, and she says, screw it, I'm I'm out. And then she you know she's singing. So my video, Blind Man Walking, is where you see me. At my girlfriend's birthday party seven years later, and he's, you know, and so she gets me to sing, and then that's when Hannibal notices me, and Hannibal is uh, the, the up, you know, the producer that was once successful, and so he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I got to get her back into music. So he uses all these tactics, and I'm like, you know, I'm not really wanting to do it. So that's that's where that whole video, just so you can kind of see where the timeline of that song, how that plays into it, and so. Okay. I'm, um, okay. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, I would love to come to New York, and we definitely will we'll talk about that, and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be interesting to be just, you know, I really feel proud and just groundbreaking knowing that, like you said, it didn't cost 
a lot of money, mm-hmm. being able to share this with people. And, you know, and I don't want to just do one story. Hopefully I'll be able to repeat this. And, and, and there's so many beautiful black stories that need to be told. And, I, you know, yeah. and that's really what Derek and I want to do. And um, that's, you know, if we were talking about, like, you know, Don Cornelius' life and Dick Griffey and, you know, sort of like doing a, a, a documentary style so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. We're, 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 you know, we'll have to prove ourselves here first. But you know, we got to, you know, you got to get out there and, uh, yes. you know, we're, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, you gotta, you gotta just have faith, and that's, it all comes mm-hmm. down to that. You put out a good product, and you know, we hope that you know people will love it and share it, and and we're, you know, you guys, your people like you, you guys are the media, and Ron who called up, and you know. You guys make it what it is, you know, or what it isn't. You know, mm-hmm. not, not anybody else. It's the people. So, this, you know, we just got to get it out there. Well, I'm just so glad that you no longer have your little toe in the water. I'm glad you didn't jump in the deep end because. Ah, I know, huh? <laughs> yes. Put a toe in the water. Jump all in, baby toe. <laughs> that baby toe ain't in. <laughs> She went all in. Yep, I'm all yes. in now, girl. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So as far as music is concerned, any other than the soundtrack, is there any other music that you have coming out? Um, Yeah, I'll definitely be doing – I'm, like, really just uh, opening up. Ever since I've been acting, it's like I became, like, fearless because <laughs> when you're acting, like, you you have to just your whole soul you 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 it's you know you you just learn to about all sides of yourself. So I definitely want mm-hmm. to do some classic covers. Um, I think I posted something where I was singing strolling in the park, watching when it turns spring. So I want to do like a kind of a jazzy rendition, maybe live instruments with horns and flute, like kind of Dion Warwick type of thing. That'll probably be my next project and. Hopefully, I'll be able to get to Vegas on that. <laughs> and be Great. That, that whole cabaret other side of me. Because, see, this is yes. the funky wild side. But then mm-hmm. when I get to Vegas, I'll give you that whole Broadway cabaret, Maryland, Black Maryland Monroe thing. <laughs> oh, no, we want all sides. We want all sides. Oh, uh, no, huh? <laughs> you girl, huh? Uh, uh, yeah. So that'll, that, that's what I'm thinking about doing uh, after this. And, uh that would be phenomenal. That would be excellent. I mean, like I said, I'm a true fan, so I am going to be wow. rooting all the way, all the way. You don't have to worry. All right. Well, I totally yeah. appreciate it. And uh, like I said, we are the new media and anything I can do for you. I definitely want to talk to you about maybe doing that. I think that could be mm-hmm. really cool for my New York fans and also good for your brand and whatever. We'll talk. Okay, so great. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's build. <laughs> yes. So I am going to ask you a question, okay? I like to ask this question of all of my guests. Um, it's two questions. Okay. The first question is, what would the you now tell the younger you? <laughs> oh, okay, well, I would say, um, you know, be more patient and, um Put God first and trust only in God, and um, uh, your what what believe 
Your intuition is power. Don't ignore your intuition because that's usually your God mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's what the, I would say. Okay. The second question is, what would you tell um, your listeners, especially the ones who are sitting on the fence right now? Mm-hmm. Seize the day. <laughs> Love it. Everything's going to be all right. It's, you know, what I posted yesterday about fear. Mm-hmm. Fear is a liar. It can grip you and it can, you know, it's, it, it can cripple you. So, you know, you just, you got to keep believing. You got to keep reaching and you got to stretch. You got to do that uncomfortable thing. And, um, you know, because that's, that's living, you know, it's, um, taking chances and um, your your best days have, especially with being our age, we can feel like, okay, well, you let age define where you are in life and that you probably, your best days are behind you. But, you know, you, you have to keep reaching and keep stretching, keep growing, and um, just go after your passions and dreams. You're not too old. All right, all right. And Derek, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. The question for you is, what would you tell our listeners about dreams coming true? Man. First of all, you have to work towards a dream. Like just the dream without the work, that's just the dream. You know, you got to work towards it. If you want to be an actor, you can't just think, oh, I'm going to be with Denzel the next day. You got to start acting wherever you are. If you are in small town Ohio, go to the local theater and put in the work. Because putting in the work prepares you for your opportunity. They said, what is luck? Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And you got to prepare yourself. And it's funny, like, I had prepared myself as a stand-up comedian before I met Karen. So when I met Karen, I had already did a movie in Ohio. And I was already a stand-up comedian and aspiring filmmaker because I'd done a short film 17 years ago. 17 years later, still keeping my dream alive and going through life, I'm in a period where I'm working alongside Karen White, who has the same goal that I had and allowed me to work with her and pen a script and direct a movie and star in it. You're talking about dreams come true. Can't nobody tell me that dreams don't come true. Can't okay. nobody. I I'm going to them in the face because I'm a living <laughs> witness of blessings from God and dreams coming true. And I'm humble. If I don't do nothing else today, after this, I'm thankful that I arrived to this moment. That's all the hell I got to say. Well, that's, that is a lot. That's a mouthful right there. And I thank you. I thank you both for joining us. I mean, as I said, I am a true fan of Karen White. And I'm looking forward to the opportunity to see this film. I know it's going to be phenomenal because more than one reason. And one of the reasons is because she's a Libra. And I know when Libras put their mind to something, they give perfection. They put out perfection. So I know this is going to be something amazing. And the other thing is Karen White has uh, has a history of giving us some of the best of the best. So there's nothing other than that that we can expect from her. And we thank you for continuing to love us enough to share your gift with us. 
I mean, and, and you don't understand how much, you know, me being present and today not taking stuff for granted, I, I just want to thank you for believing in me and for rooting for me from being one sister to another because we don't have that enough. And so I just want to say thank you, and I wish you all the best. And I love you, and I thank you. We thank you. Oh, I'm humbled by that. Oh, gee, you making me blush. Well, I am going to say, you know, I know that there's a time difference between you and I, and you have a whole day ahead of you, and I thank you for getting us so early to join us, and I just want to say, please, 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 you know, come back, share, share whatever it is that you have going on with us, because we love to hear it, and Mr. Muhammad, I have to say thank you. Thank you very much for joining in because it was really great for us to hear from you as well. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you, really. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm going to wish each and every one of you an amazing weekend because it's just starting. And as I tell my guests, my listeners, each and every time, you have to follow your own dreams. You have to follow your own journey because yours is not for him and his is not for you. And hers is not for you. So when you follow your dreams and your destination becomes apparent, go for it. If you see the goal, don't stop and look at it. Just go after it. Stopping and look at it, looking at it only keeps you from moving forward to your, to your destiny. On that, please take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot help anybody else. That's important. And always remember, you are blessed, so embrace your blessings and move forward. Have a great day. Goodbye. Amen. Alright. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at the CocoExpressShow.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Facebook. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.